Isaac Shade here, co-host of the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Join Andy Patton and me every Monday as we break down all the buzzer-beating action, conference rivalry games, and need-to-know bubble matchups ahead of the NCAA tournament. Check out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Do we have an update on Malik Renew and Xavier Johnson? You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. It is the Locked On Hoosiers podcast. I'm your man, Jacob Goins. I appreciate you making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen each and every day. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which is your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets and your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you being this, your go-to spot for all things Indiana athletics. Uh, be sure if you're on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to the channel, still making that push to 1700. Okay. So help us get there. Uh, that would mean a lot if you would join us on YouTube and reminder, we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. That's on any audio platforms as well. Some updates on Malik Renew and Xavier Johnson. We'll talk about that today. Also, can Indiana win and beat Penn State if they're not at 100% health? And then what Mike Woodson had to say following the win the other night for Indiana basketball. That's what's on the show today. Updates on Malik Renew and Xavier Johnson. Obviously, everybody has been super concerned um, about Xavier Johnson and Malik Renew which one you're more worried about, that's on you. We won't get into that. But very, very scary injuries for two Indiana starters, I think two keys to this Indiana team. And Malik Renew went down early, three minutes into the game the other night. That was it. And he was done. Didn't play anymore, right? And then Xavier Johnson, near the end of the game, which is always just so unfortunate, right? So unfortunate when you have somebody go down, a key player like that go down, so late in the game. It's like, man, you know, and, and he had to be in there. Like, I'm not saying he shouldn't have been in there. He he needed to be in the ball game at that point. But you just hate to see an injury like that. And it did not look good, right, against Iowa. It just did not look good when he came down and landed on that arm. And as far as we know, all right, as far as we know, our updates, the things I'm being told, the things I'm hearing – I don't think either injury is as bad as we initially thought, right? I don't think they are as serious as we all thought they would be when we saw the injuries happen, okay? Now, we still do not know the full severity of the, in, the, the situations and the injuries. We still do not know what the exact diagnosis is and what the actual injuries are for either one, Malik or, or for X-Man, but... I think there's optimism that it's not as bad as we thought. And look, that's a really good thing, right? And when when somebody goes down with injury or or even in life, if somebody gets sick or something, something happens, we always just go to the worst, right? That's just that's the human nature. It's the human way. It's like, oh goodness, X, oh, did he did he shatter his arm, right? Is his shoulder done for? Did he crack his elbow? Like what, right? We're all we're all wondering 
what in the world happened here? Um, but when we, since we don't know that, we, we're not going to try to assume and try to guess on what it is. That's just not what we're going to do here. But there is optimism that it's not as bad as we think it is for either Malik or Xavier Johnson. And you start looking ahead to what Indiana has and when these guys could maybe come back and what the Hoosiers have to do. You have that home game this weekend against Penn State. And, you know, I think this is a situation where Indiana has to be very, very careful here. They have to be very careful about what they do. We saw what happened with Khalil Ware, right? Indiana has taken their time bringing him back. And even he kind of re-aggravated something in that game against Iowa as well. And so I think he's fine. I think Khalil Ware is okay. Um, as far as I know and what I've heard, I think Khalil Ware is fine. Um, but you have to be careful here. And you especially have to be careful because you have winnable games coming up, but you have even more important games coming up later on. And you have to start asking yourself the question, okay, if they're good to go or if they are – 75%, the same conversations we were having about Khalil Ware, you got to start having right now about X and Malik Renew is, okay, they are 75%. Do we play them against Penn State? All right, they're 80%. Do we play them on the road against Ohio State? Or do we try and save them until we go on the road to Purdue? I don't know. That's a That's a really tough question. That's a really tough Thing to deal with as a head basketball coach and for us not truly knowing what their status is that's hard to make that judgment call it is it's hard to make that call my thing is and we're going to talk about this coming up in a minute can indiana beat penn state without one and or malik renew and xavier johnson we'll talk about that in a second but you have to you have to handle that. You have to make that call. And that's on Mike Woodson. That's on this coaching staff. That's on the health and the training staff, right? You have to figure out what's best for you, your team, and the player. All of those things are very important here. You have to figure those things out. You don't want to put the player in danger. You don't want to put the rest of your season in danger. But at the same time, you got to keep winning games. You cannot afford losses here, right? Especially against a team like Penn State. You just can't afford a loss there. Ohio State, you really can't afford a loss there. And then you've got big games against Purdue and Northwestern and Nebraska and so on and so forth. You've got games coming up that you need wins in. Are you going to have your best players there? I don't know. And that's what Mike Woodson and the staff are dealing with right now. And coming up, on Locked on Hoosiers. We'll start to talk a little bit about that Penn State game. Can Indiana win against Penn State if they are not at 100%? We'll talk about that coming up in just a second on Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. Get your Super Bowl parties ready. Get all the people together. Watch the games, and you can bet on all sorts of things with FanDuel. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet, 
on who will win the Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back into Locked On Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day here and your go-to spot for all things Indiana Athletics. Talking about the injuries, of course, to Malik Renew, Xavier Johnson, what could be for Khalil Ware as well. And we'll have a full preview breakdown episode tomorrow about this Penn State game. But you have to start wondering, can Indiana, again, win basketball games when they're not at 100%? And, man, that's been such a big deal here, right? That's been such a big issue for this team all year long. We've talked about the, I guess, how unfortunate it is for Xavier Johnson to be dealing with another serious or just another injury in general, something he's dealt with his entire career here at Indiana, right? And you look at that, you look at a guy like Malik, Malik Renew, who worked so hard. Everything we've heard from him is, man, he's the hardest worker in the gym every day. He worked so hard this summer to get his body right, to get where he needed to be to compete at the highest level. And here we are, and he got to play three minutes the other night, and we're still. 11, 10 games left in the Big Ten schedule. So can Indiana win? What do you think? Can Indiana win? Uh, can, and not just Penn State. I'm saying even in general. Can they beat Penn State? Can they beat Purdue? Can they beat Wisconsin? Can they beat Maryland? Like, what do you think about this team? I'll tell you what I think. I think there are still winnable games here. And, you know, if you start playing the what-if game, what if Malik Renew and Xavier Johnson don't play in some of these upcoming games? Well, I don't know. I think you're in trouble. I think you're in a tough spot when you don't have one of your go-to big guys and you don't have your point guard. Now, you still have Gabe Cups. You still have Trey Galloway. What happens if Anthony Leal starts to play like he did against Iowa? Then you're okay. I don't see that happening. I'll be completely honest with you. I don't see him continuing that way of play very long, but I hope he does. And I hope he proves me wrong. I really do. I hope he proves me wrong. Um, you still have Khalil Ware down low. You still have McKenzie and Baco who, man, he went from no confidence to full confidence, didn't he? And he went from never shooting the ball to maybe shooting the ball too much. But you know what? Eventually those are going to start falling. A lot of those are shots at the rim that just aren't going down. Uh, jump shots that we know he can make. I think McKenzie and Baco is going to be fine. And I think Indiana has been here before 
when Xavier Johnson wasn't playing and when Khalil Ware wasn't playing at times. So you're kind of just flipping those roles again, and Indiana found ways to get it done. And you start looking at teams like Penn State, Nebraska, Penn State again, Maryland, Minnesota, like those games you can't afford to lose. I think you're okay. You're going to have a chance. Now, you start talking about Ohio State on the road, Purdue on the road, Northwestern at home, Wisconsin, Michigan State. Yeah, now we're we're starting to stress a little bit. And again, I don't think I don't think the injuries are as bad as we think they are. And how long are they going to be out? Will they play this Saturday? I, I I don't know. I don't know. My guess, just a guess, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think either one of them plays Saturday. Very well, they might. They might not. I don't know. We're going to find out. But if you're going to take a game for them not to play, it's at home on a Saturday morning against Penn State. That That's the one time where you can say, okay, I think we can get away with not playing two of our best players. Because, look, Penn State, Penn State's just not that good. All right? They're not that good. They're 10-11 and 11 overall. They're 4-6. and six in conference play. Here's what's happened since they started in Big Ten play. They lost their first game to Maryland. They beat Ohio State. That was back in those first two games, and then they played another few non-conference games. They lost to Michigan State. They beat Michigan by six, lost to Northwestern, lost to Purdue. They did beat Wisconsin, which is impressive. Ohio State, Minnesota, back-to-back losses, and then they actually just went on the road and beat Rutgers by 15 there in Jersey. So Penn State, I say they're a bad team. They're not a bad team, but they're not a great team. And they also were without their leading scorer the other night, and they still won the game against Rutgers. So does that say more about Penn State or does that say more about Rutgers? I'll let you decide. But if there is a time that you're going to have guys go down with injury and you're going to contemplate playing them through injury or trying to hold them back and wait for the next big game, which is on the road at Purdue, this would be the time to do it. I think the Hoosiers would be fine here. I think you could get away with Khalil Ware and McKenzie and Baco and some of those guys off the bench that we've been begging to step up, right? Looking at guys like Peyton Sparks and Gabe Cups and Anthony Leal, those guys, they're going to have to step up and play some big minutes. They are. I mean, it's still Big Ten basketball, right? It's still Big Ten basketball. That has not changed. I don't care what Penn State's record is, right? You still have to show up and you still have to play because Indiana is not this unbeatable force at home. They lost to Kansas at home, right? They lost to Purdue at home. And you've got some big games coming up inside this building at Assembly Hall right down the road here. You've got to take care of business when you can. We've been talking about the NCAA tournament. We've been talking about trying to make postseason play. Penn State's a game. It is not sexy by any means, right? It is not sexy by any means, but you cannot afford to lose it. According to the metrics, they're bad. They're bad. And you're going to be depleted. I mean, I think that's fair to say you're not going to be 100%. So, where does our confidence lie when it comes to? Indiana actually winning some of these games. I I put it on, for Penn State, I put it on a seven or eight. You start looking at 
games like Ohio State and Purdue and Northwestern, then I'm really starting to worry. I'm really starting to dip down in my confidence. But I think there's a good chance one or both of Malik and X could be back by some of those games. But we have to see. We got to get some true updates here, some full updates, figure out what's going on, and make an educated decision and make an educated or give an educated opinion. How about that? And then we're going to see what Indiana decides to do because we know they're not playing very deep right now. They've not played very deep at all. And if you don't have two of your players, you only play seven or eight, then you're really going to struggle down the stretch in these games and more importantly, down the stretch in the season. Well, coming up in our final segment on Locked on Hoosiers, we'll take a look at what head coach Mike Woodson had to say following the win over Iowa. He had some comments about Malik and X, but at that time he didn't know a whole lot. And look, we still just don't know a whole lot. But other comments from the head coach, we'll talk about that coming up in a second on Locked on Hoosiers. Welcome back into Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day as we are in the final segment here on Locked on Hoosiers. And taking a look at what head coach Mike Woodson had to say after the win over Iowa. And I always like to do this. He always has good things to say and kind of what things he liked, things he didn't like, things we can get better at, right? Talking Indiana here. And, you know, he starts out, man, the first question was about Anthony Leal. And again, you got to give the guy his credit, man. Anthony Leal played a wonderful, wonderful game. And shout out to him. I don't think you are you could be any more happy for a guy than Anthony Leal. And a question about the effort from Anthony Leal. Mike Woodson said, I said, I gave him the game ball after the game. I thought he was huge. 13 points, seven rebounds. I mean, defended his ass off. Uh, it was nice carryover because I thought he played well in the Illinois game. That's why we elected him to come in early and play him, and he responded for us, which was kind of nice. There was a nice video on social media uh, from Indiana about Woodson stepping in and you know tossing him the game ball in the locker room and the guys going nuts and, and how he really did step up for Indiana because we talked about it. Indiana does not win this game. They would not have beaten Iowa without Anthony Leal coming off the bench and doing what he did. So uh, shout out, shout out to Anthony Leal. Talking about the health of Malik Renew and Xavier Johnson. Again, not a whole lot here, but I at least want to give you what he said a couple of nights ago. Uh, he said, I applaud our team. Uh, he said, I've always said since I've been here, it's the next man up. I uh, said, I don't know the severity of X and Malik at this point, but both went out kind of in pain. I'll know here when I get back there to see what the outcome of that is. Uh, but he did go on to say, if we have to wait on them, we have to wait on them. But it's the next guy up. We've just got to get the next man ready to play. So guys have been sitting over there, hadn't played a whole lot. They've got to step in and help us win basketball games because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. And that's a lot tougher. And I guess that's a lot easier said than done. That's tough to do. That's tough to do for somebody like Peyton Sparks, who just hasn't played a whole lot. Or even Anthony Walker, who just hasn't played a ton recently and hasn't had the most significant minutes in his most recent games. That's really difficult to do to come in and just elevate your game and try to match what you are trying to replace. And, man, that's a tough mentality. And, and that's on a coach if you have to look at them and say, look, we don't need you to be Malik Renew. We don't need you to be Xavier Johnson. We need you to be you. We need you to be your best version of yourself. And that's going to give us chances to win basketball games. Because 
I think it's very easy for somebody to say, oh, man, our, our, our best forward's out of the game, and I'm coming into play. I need to be like him. I need to bring what he brings and try to replace him. No, that, that's a bad idea. Because guess what? You're not Malik Renu. Guess what? You're not Xavier Johnson. So you're not going to bring that. Or even if it's Khalil Ware, you're not Khalil Ware, right? You have to play your brand of basketball. Play what you do, do what you do best, and that's going to help out the team. And I think that's what Mike Woodson's trying to say here is, yeah, you may not have played much, but it's time to get ready. It's time to go. And you can criticize Woodson for not playing these guys more, maybe not having them as ready because of they're preparing for a situation like this, but that that's on you. You can you can judge him if you want on that. But he's exactly right with the question mark around Malik and X. Yeah, Indiana's going to have to go down that bench a little bit and see see what they can find. A question about focusing while players go down. This is a really good one. Uh, he said, Coach Woodson said, you've got to move on. He said, I don't like seeing any player get hurt, uh, especially my own players, but the game is still going on. You've got to see those guys or you've got to get those guys refocused and deal with that, what they're facing, what's in front of them. Uh, he said, this was a game that could have gone either way, but we made defensive stops. I thought the shot that we gave up with two seconds or so on the clock was huge for them, but we responded back when Gabe hit the three and we never looked back on that point, which was kind of nice. And look, that is a, that's a killer mentality. That's an NBA mentality type of thing where, yeah, you see somebody go down, you see somebody get injured, and you just got to move on. You, you can't worry about that in the middle of the game. If it's something serious, sure. But even then, like you just have to move on and do your thing. And you got to focus on the game. You'll deal with the injury later. There's nothing you can do about it mid-game. So handle your business on the floor then go off the floor, back to the locker room, wherever you got to go, and you handle the injury. I like that response from, from Mike Woodson. Um, he talked about the defense and, and kind of how the, the effort was there on that in the Iowa game. Woodson said, yeah. Uh, he said, we still got to get back, or excuse me, says we still got to get Mac better from a defensive standpoint, and he's 100% right about that. Uh, he says, because I think he lost, he got lost a few times, and that's not to knock on him. I uh, said, that kid's come a long way since we started with him, and I just got to help him more. He uh, says, I've got to help everybody more because it's going to be our defense that carries us the rest of the way and rebounding the ball. And I thought tonight it was a beautiful carryover from the Illinois game because we were pretty good defensively. And we'll end the show there. I agree. I absolutely agree with that, that – Indiana's defense is going to be the thing that keeps them in ball games. If they play with a high level of effort, high level of energy, this is a good defensive team. It is. It's a good defensive team with the height and the length and the rebounding ability that they have. Now, their recovery ability has sucked. That's been terrible. That's kind of what he's talking about with McKenzie and Baco is he just seems to get lost sometimes. He just starts spinning around in the lane because he doesn't know where to go and he doesn't know who to guard. And other teams have taken advantage of that. And most of the time, especially early on, where did they do that? Right behind the arc, right? Shooting threes and knocking them down. I think Indiana's gotten better there. But when the Hoosiers go through those lulls of offensive spells where they just can't buy a bucket, yeah, your defense is going to keep you in it. And if you can rebound the basketball, you're going to give yourself chances to win. Indiana has not been good in that category. They were the other night. They have to continue to do that. Now, 
What happens if Malik Renu's not there? Yeah, everybody's got to start crashing the boards. If we're not going to get back on defense, crash the offensive boards. If we're not going to push in transition on offense, get to the defensive glass. Those are things that will help this team win. You've got to dominate those areas because you're not going to dominate from behind the three-point line offensively. You can dominate the paint, sure, but you're not going to dominate the free throw line, and you can't get in a scoring battle. I've said that. You cannot get in a scoring battle with any team in college basketball. Not this Indiana team because they can't hang. They can't do it. So I'm a coach. you got to have a defensive mindset, keep working on it. That will keep you in games, and that's going to give this team the best chance to win ballgames. Well, that's going to do it on today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. We'll have an episode going up tomorrow about previewing the Penn State game. If we have any health updates, we'll give you some more of those as well. Be sure you follow the show on X at Locked on Hoosiers. Like this video. Subscribe it if you're on YouTube. Uh, if you're on your audio platforms, be sure that you subscribe there as well. Until next time, Hoosier fans, it'll be tomorrow. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you later.